Destination Medicine is a collaborative initiative of regional training hubs. With first-hand lessons learned from those who have gone before, this podcast is designed to assist and inspire anyone interested in pursuing a medical career in rural and regional Australia. Today, Dr Josh Crace has a busy and fulfilling workload as a generalist GP in Broken Hill. He's involved in diverse medical areas, including palliative care and skin cancer. He works at the local Aboriginal Medical Service, and along with his clinical work, he also teaches. In the mix, he has a young family to keep him and his art curator wife on their toes. And yes, life's a juggle. But Josh is happy to be putting roots down in this rural setting, in the town where he grew up, into which he's now come full circle, Broken Hill. But if we go back to those early days, medicine wasn't the career he'd set his heart on. In fact, far from it, as he explains to Heather Dawson. Look, it wasn't my first career objective. I thought computing was my passion at the time, so I pursued a degree in computer engineering at the University of Adelaide and worked as an engineer for about four or five years. And look, I still enjoy computing, but I think I realised that the actual job was not quite me and I preferred talking with people more than machines. And I guess I'd seen a lot with my father working at the local hospital and Fortunately, my mum was quite unwell for a period of time and so I became more interested in health and medicine and I think much to the surprise of my parents decided to pursue a medical degree. I certainly wasn't interested in blood and all those sorts of things when I was younger and uh, yeah, they were quite surprised that I would go down that path. So the rest is history, I suppose, So, and it's definitely a career that's much more me than computing, although the computing does come in handy most of the time. <laughs> so how old were you when you switched from computing to your medical degree? So I was initially working for a pharmaceutical company as part of a graduate program as an engineer. So that was when I was about 22. And I was fortunate enough to be in a mentoring program with my boss at the time was also my mentor and he was a French physician. And so I was working in the regulatory affairs department of that particular pharmaceutical company that made oncology drugs. And essentially, we had a lot of discussions about my interests in medicine. And I initially wanted to do some research in diabetes. That was my primary reason, which was my mum's health concerns at that time. And he encouraged me to consider medicine over a research career and I guess the rest is history again and I went back to university for 12 months to do a degree in biomedical science at Flinders University and worked as an engineer whilst trying to do that so I'd go to university at night and work during the day and then uh, sat the exams to the GAMSAT as it is to get into postgraduate medicine and was fortunate enough to get in and then moved back to Melbourne to start at the University of Melbourne in medicine. How did you find the GAMSAT? It was a very challenging exam. So with a computing background as an engineer, I'd done a lot of physics and maths. I hadn't really done a lot of chemistry or biology. And even at high school, I hadn't done biology at all. 
So the purpose of starting the biomedical science degree was really to give me some of the skills to be able to sit the GAMSAT exam in biology and chemistry, the sort of parts I was missing. It was a challenging engineering as part of a lot of the career pathways. They they test your logic skills a lot of the time. So, and the GAMSAT part of it is that, but a lot of it is having a working knowledge of biology and chemistry. So I found it very challenging trying to learn all that within a year to be able to get through the exam. But somehow it all panned out. I was willing to give myself two or three attempts, but I'm happy that it happened in the first go. So that's nice, but I would have pursued it for another few more years if I hadn't gotten through. Very good. So you landed up at Melbourne Uni. But nonetheless, you stayed true to your love and passion for rural health, didn't you? That's correct. I went into medicine with a goal. I thought initially I would pursue uh, endocrinology, which is a specialty that focuses mainly on diabetes. And as I went through my graduate medical degree, the options opened up for which clinical schools we could go to. And I chose to go into the rural stream, which based out of Melbourne Uni, was primarily based in Shepparton, but also in Ballarat, Bendigo, which overlap with Monash University and Wangaratta. But I was mainly based in Ballarat, Bendigo and Shepparton. So, so I saw quite a lot of rural Victoria and I guess different levels of hospital systems. And I pursued quite a few placements in other rural and remote areas including doing placements into Indigenous areas, specifically in Western Arnhem Land in a place called Gunbalanya or Owen Pelly, is its other name. Another place about three hours from Alice Springs called Utopia and a placement on Thursday Island in the Torres Strait. And the health service here was kind enough to allow me to come back each year and do a two-week placement in Broken Hill and Surrounds given that's where I grew up. So I did that for three or four years and a John Flynn scholarship in a place called Mariba, which is about half an hour west of Cairns on the Atherton Tablelands. So I'd always, I guess, pursued rural interests. I actually have not done any clinical work in a tertiary hospital in a city, actually any hospital for that matter, in a urban area. I've done my entire training rurally, so... And that extended to after medical school. That's a real commitment to rural medicine. Josh, did you enjoy those placements in such remote locations? I think I enjoyed the variety that rural medicine provides. It's very challenging and you're certainly more reliant on your own skills because you have a reduced team around you. So that is, I guess, an exciting part of it. And I could see that the teams in those areas were very well bonded together. The same nurses and doctors were there day in, day out, and they all got to know each other. And I liked that. Whereas as you sort of progress into larger health systems, the staff change constantly and you've got less of that sort of rapport with your colleagues. And also each location offered its own interesting things to see and do and to see how those communities function. So I really enjoy the opportunity to be able to see different places, I guess, and how health systems run in those places to see where I might fit in the future. Okay. Now, the term rural generalist is used quite a lot lately. 
When did you decide that it was a pathway that you wanted to follow, looking back, Josh? I think having the exposures I mentioned before, in particular my John Flynn placement where I went to be with a rural GP on the Atherton Tablelands in Mareeva each year for four years, for two weeks of each year, and I stayed with him and his wife and another local family as well. So I guess I got a really good appreciation of his life and his ability to mix lots of different skills which were just outside sitting in a general practice. So he did a lot of on-call and emergency work and did a lot of skin cancer medicine as well. So I could see that it provided a lot more variety. And even though I mentioned at the beginning that pursuing endocrinology as a specialty was something that really interested me, I think I realised as I went through my medical school training that I could probably affect greater help for patients with diabetes if I was a general practitioner than if I was a specialist. And I think I came to realise that I like holistic healthcare, not just focusing on one bit of the patient. And I like a mixture, which I guess is how my career has evolved. So I'm not sitting in a general practice all the time. I'm doing lots of different things. Josh, whilst you've had a very busy career thus far, and I'm sure it will continue that way, but it hasn't all been work and no play for you, has it? It's uh, been, you've moved around quite a bit as well. That's right. Yeah. Look, I've been very fortunate and blessed with a, a lovely wife who is able to manage with all the movements that we've had and particularly with the stress of a busy work-life balance. And so we've lived in lots of different locations together. My wife is an art curator, so she, she's been the art curator in the Shepparton Gallery when I was there as a student. She's worked for a Steadford organisation when we lived in Ballarat when I was an intern and resident, and she's worked when I was a GP registrar in Mildura. She worked for Arts Mildura and now currently that I'm in Broken Hill working as a rural generalist GP. She works for West Darling Arts in Broken Hill. So we've been very fortunate that jobs have kind of panned out for her as well. And even though most people would think that for someone with an art curator background that there might not be many options in rural areas, but we've tried to make that work wherever we've been. And I guess aside from her work and moving around, we've certainly done a lot of travel taken some time out of medicine to go overseas prior to COVID. And so we spent about 18 months sort of traveling around prior to our children in various countries. And, and now we have a three and a six-year-old whom I love dearly and who keep us both on our toes. So I think they're definitely the busiest part of our life at the moment. Well, just give us a snapshot of the work that you've got on your plate right now, Josh, because uh, you're covering quite a lot of areas at the moment, as I understand it. Things are fairly busy for me at the moment. So an opportunity came up a bit over 12 months ago now to pursue some rural generalism and palliative care, which has been an interest of mine along with diabetes. So I work part-time in the palliative care service attached to Broken Hill Base Hospital. I'm very fortunate to have a palliative care physician here in Broken Hill, which is unusual for a town of this size. So I'm completing my qualifications with the College of Physicians and my rural generalist qualification with the College of GPs. 
aside from that, I'm now working the other half of the time at the Aboriginal Medical Service called Marama in Broken Hill. So I work there two and a half days a week, one day of which is generally based in Menindee. So I'm continuing to go back out to that community each week. And aside from my clinical work, I do teach medical students just for two hours each week from the University of Adelaide, facilitated through the University Department of Rural Health in Broken Hill. And I do a skin cancer medicine clinic, which has just begun probably about three months ago now, every fortnight in the evenings, and some home visits to nursing homes and patients. Yeah, so there's quite a bit happening. So it is a bit of a juggle, but I think technology has made it a lot easier to juggle these things now and I'm fortunate to have other members of the team that can support me to make that juggle. Okay well final question you've um, come full circle back to Broken Hill from where you grew up are there negatives along with the benefits of going back to your hometown to live and work? I think When I initially came back to Broken Hill, unfortunately, was under some sad circumstances with the death of my parents. So probably for the first four to six months was challenging in terms of meeting and sometimes treating people who knew them or knew me from when I was younger. I guess that's sort of crossed over into treating people that you know in other aspects of your life, sometimes socially, often friends I've had for many years. So I've generally found that I've always been worried about crossing some sort of boundary with having people know you in different contexts. But I've found that whilst I thought that might be a challenge when I first moved back here, I've actually found it not to be that way at all. Most people are very good at respecting that sort of version of yourself that is the doctor and the version of yourself that is the friend. So I've enjoyed being home and it's been nice to reconnect with family and friends and also My daughter now goes to the same school that I went to growing up and my son is going to kindergarten here now as well. So yeah, they're both enjoying it. They've got their own little friendship group. So it's been actually a really welcoming experience. And look, I wouldn't have changed anything. So I've enjoyed always being rural. I think I've seen a lot of different parts of the country that I wouldn't have seen if I was solely based in a city. And I much prefer to be able to drive five minutes to work, get my coffee and walk 10 metres to the general practice than to be sitting in traffic. And it's been a better work-life balance for me with my family. And it's just a better pace of life. Dr Josh Crace, Rural Generalist GP from Broken Hill. This is Destination Medicine. Thanks for listening. Regional training hubs are supported by funding from the Australian Government under the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Programme.